Hey, Molly here to confirm that, yes, the rumors are true. We're on Patreon. With your monthly membership, you'll get access to a bonus episode, as well as access to Patreon-only polls and posts about the info that we didn't have time for in the regular episodes. Hope to see you there. Bye-bye. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. What do yeah. We, I, I don't, I've never, I, you, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, that really oh, hey. kind of grosses me out. That was so organic. Thank you. Hi, I'm Katie, and yeah, the smell you're smelling is my rotting flower crown. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelsey, and I'm neither a Caroline or a Natalie. Okay. Hi, <laughs> I'm Molly, and if either of you gets hungry while recording, please help yourself to this ornamental crown I'm wearing that's crafted out of various cuts of deli meat. <laughs> uh, we are referring, of course, to the floral crowns and flowery disposition <laughs> of uh, and flowery writing of a one Caroline Calloway mm-hmm. who's been making waves in the world of Instagram, Brooklyn, Writing, she's at the intersection of a lot of things that Katie and Kelsey and I all care about. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about her. I realize that some of you tuning in are like, Caroline Calloway? Never heard of her. Um, And you're also like, Kelsey? (laughs) Kelsey? (laughs) And we're joined (laughs) today by sweet Kelsey Lawrence, writer, author, lover, uh, CEO of VeryFamousMagazine.com. Sadly, not a young, hot Instagram influencer, which is something that will be one of my life's regrets, ultimately. But that's okay. Sometimes it can backfire, as we've learned. So just wanted to introduce uh, her sweet voice. That's her sweet voice. Uh, We wanted her on the show, especially because, like I said, Kelsey and I are both freelance writers. So we have some experience with the world that we're going to be delving into Mm -hmm. today. For those of you who don't know who Caroline Calloway is, we're going to give you a primer. We're going to get you up to speed. And if you're like, uh, I'm already flower crown deep in yeah. everything to do with Caroline Calloway, we're going to try and hit you with some, hopefully some facts you didn't know mm-hmm. and hopefully a fresh perspective. So I hope that we're able to keep everybody's Stay with here. us. Stay with us. Um, and horrifyingly, at the outset, I wanted to announce, do, 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 breaking news, Katie. Bring us up to speed on what happened right before we started so recording. So right before we started recording. Carolyn Calloway, before she tells us this, is a huge Instagram star, influencer. Huge. Huge star. So go ahead. Huge Instagram star and, and active user of Instagram. She, I posted before I left for the night to record, I posted uh, my test results of our little quiz that we'll tell you more about. And I said, this week's episode, we will reveal all and then I hashtagged her name, hashtag Natalie, and then I tagged her Instagram. And then within 10 minutes of posting, 10 minutes, mama, she wrote asterisk, asterisk, appear, asterisk, asterisk. Haunting. Right. Haunting. And then Haunting. I wrote, there she is. That's a yeah. good response. Was that okay? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, great. definitely. I was terrified. I almost peed myself. I pe- actually, I peed myself. I kind of did too. I yeah. felt nauseous all of a sudden. Yeah, I, I screenshotted it to our little group chat and um, and called Molly in, in fear. 
Yeah. What did y'all, what's your read on this? This response of hers? This is breaking news. Well, okay. It's, it's the thing like, and we're going to get, uh-huh. I think that by the end of this episode, you'll all get why it is that she would respond right away to a podcast that has what a thousand listeners. Yeah. Like, but, uh, I think that she's someone who, as we'll see, lives her life, uh, entirely on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is her reality. So on the one hand, well, it is shocking to have spent like the past like 72 <laughs> hours just reading about nothing but Caroline Calloway. And all of a sudden and she's like, hey. <laughs> to have an interaction with her. But then when you think about who she is and how she makes a living and how she lives her life and how she sees the world, it's really not We honestly probably could have had her on the show. <laughs> I, I mean, she's <laughs> probably. Has, yep, she's been on a lot of podcasts yeah. that are based in Brooklyn. Yeah. It would have been hard to get her out to Jersey City. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, actually, actually I can't. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I get it. <laughs> I only am on podcasts that are accessible via the L train. I can see that. Theme. Yeah, and that's fair. And that's fair. Um, so, okay, yeah. So, Caroline Caroline Calloway, a lot of people sort of vaguely know about who she mm-hmm. is because she uh, her name comes up a lot with, like, the word scam. Caroline Calloway. Millennial scammer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about why that is. Uh, she, um, she, and she also like evokes a lot of schadenfreude in people because she's this hot, rich influencer who's recently been exposed. So, um, so there's so much happening in the world of Caroline Calloway. We can't possibly get to it all, but, um, but, uh, I did want to say that I'm thinking about maybe doing a newsletter with supplemental mm-hmm. reading and Ooh. writing about this kind I of like thing that. because there's so much that we're not going to be able to fit into this. So if that's something you're interested in, let us know via Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can follow us at YanoPod and on Instagram. At Yano, yeah, podcast. And you can email us at uh, YanoPodcast at gmail.com. Um, and also, I just do want to say, if you could review us on iTunes, that would that would also We're sorry be to cool. ask. We're sorry to ask. We're sorry to say anything. Thank you to Snot Girl, who recently <laughs> gave us five stars and oh, yeah. said that our laughs were her ASMR. Which that is a lie. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Hi. Compliment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and so, a lie. <laughs> and a lie. But, um, but let's get into it. So on September 10th, or was it September 10th? Or maybe it was late August. I think it was last updated on September 10th. Yeah. Anyway. Fairly recently, an article on The Cut, which mm-hmm. is part of New York Magazine, uh, came out. It was called I Was Caroline Ca- Calloway. <laughs> it was by uh, Natalie Beach. I keep was- saying her name's Natalie Bean. <laughs> Just as a note. <laughs> yeah. When I first heard that Caroline Calloway, that's not her real name. Her last name is actually Gotchall. But yeah. she got Gotchall. Gotchall. Um, but she changed it when she was 17 because Calloway is her middle name, and she thought that it sounded more like a writer. Very romance novel. Novelist. Sounds like Cab Calloway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A singer and a yeah. jazz. Genius. You can go a long way by kind of sounding like another famous <laughs> yeah. person. And that yeah. is not a bad approach. I'm like, wow, That's I can't true. wait to talk about Cab Calloway. And now I'm hearing, <laughs> yeah. ladies, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, humming jazz students over there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so she's an Instagrammer who's been, uh, besides this essay that recently came out that we'll get into, she's been dogged by a series of failed projects yeah. where she had a, a book deal that was based on her Instagram uh, that fell through very, very, w- went down in flames very publicly. And then she also had tried to sell a series of creativity workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also did not go to plan. And uh, those all ended up being refunded. We're going to go into those in more detail. But first, I wanted to give you all a rundown of this essay which BuzzFeed in their article called it was actually a quiz called Are You a Caroline or a Natalie referred to this essay as the Mueller report of messy Instagram <laughs> drama. 
Um, so, okay. So here's kind of the footnotes version. If you haven't read it, I really recommend that you do. It is a beautiful piece of writing. It really I read it. sucks you right in. What did you think? Beautiful. Beautiful. Especially Kelsey. since I didn't know what I, yeah, anything about I anything. It. I have feelings about the piece in general, but just the pure, purely the writing, I think she's a good writer. I, everyone agrees, no matter how you Is feel Is that what people Natalie, say? She's a good writer? She's a stunning writer. Yeah, I'm with two great writers, so I trust them. Okay. <laughs> so, Natalie Beach met Caroline, uh, met Caroline at a creative writing class at NYU. Um, she talks about how when she met her instantly, you're kind of impressed by her because mm-hmm. she's beautiful. She's wearing designer clothes. And she also, there's a theme of the essay where she always kind of feels inferior to yeah. her. Mm. Um, May I just say, though, it feels like that description um, could be almost any NYU girl. So it's <laughs> odd she stuck out, but that's just my side right. to that. <laughs> right. And I mean, the- That's no, perfect. The you, I mean, I- We'll get to this more, but I feel like yeah. we've all had this experience, like especially as oh, yeah. girls who ma- you majored in English, right, Kelsey? Journalism, journalism. Close, yeah. yeah, if you've had that major, we've all had this friend who made yeah. us feel dumpy and sure. weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's just kind of part of being friends with women. Is yeah, sometimes you know, sometimes you're the bear, sometimes uh, the, sometimes you eat the bear, sometimes the bear eats you. Sure. I feel like the saying that always comes mm-hmm. to mind. Yeah, sometimes you're the Caroline, sometimes you're the Natalie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, but Caroline right away recognizes how talented Natalie is, and uh, and she's scouting for talent. I, I mean, that's <laughs> I think fair to mm-hmm. assume. Um, and then she go, and then Natalie weaves this tale of this friendship they had that did turned out turn out to be sort of financially um, beneficial to Natalie, but ultimately did burn them both. This yes. close relationship that they had. Uh, at one point, Caroline hires Natalie to ghostwrite her Instagram captions. Caroline, uh, after NYU, uh, goes to be an undergraduate at the age of 22 at Cambridge University in England because she's always wanted to go to Cambridge. Uh-huh. But they wouldn't let her in until she had gone to NYU for years. But um, that kind of pedigree matters so much to Caroline yeah. that it was worth it to her. And it also seems, it's important to note about Caroline, she seems to have an endless stream of wealth behind her that right. she never really addresses or talks about. Yeah, um, I think that Natalie, I think, does a really good job of uh, painting Caroline as a likable but colorful mm-hmm. narcissist, uh, where she, um, I love this description where she said, I described her as someone you couldn't count on to remember a birthday, but the one I'd call if I needed a black market kidney. Oh. <laughs> well, I <don't> <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I, I, and this is just a personal thing because I'm sure it is common. I've just never really like been super close to a person like that, to a oh, person I who's have. that. Yeah. And, and I, sorry me? to go off topic because I, <laughs> Molly I know was looking we'll at me it. when she said that. No, not even. <laughs> no, no, no. I have I'm never, really not like that. <laughs> so, um, as she goes on to say, Caroline had a way of making me feel small, as if I had fo- folded myself up like a travel toothbrit- toothbrush, so she could take me along for the trip. Mm. Uh, so they are. So she eventually is traveling with Caroline. Yeah. Caroline is starting this adventuregrams yeah. hashtag adventuregrams Instagram, where she's traveling around Italy and then mm-hmm. in Cambridge, and that's sort of where she builds this Instagram following that eventually she parlays into a book deal. Uh, so th- when that book deal happens, Natalie is enlisted mm-hmm. to help with a book pro- proposal, which Flatiron Publisher eventually accepts. And then Caroline is really struggling to finish the book at one point. Natalie comes in once again to try mm-hmm. to save the day and help her. 
Uh, she finds Caroline in this Adderall-addicted mess of a state. Uh, she's torn up the carpet in her apartment in a misguided <laughs> attempt to expose wooden floors. Oh, I yeah. There's you, not always wood under there, that's honey. That's the thing is people think like <laughs> – it's just the thing. If you watch too many, like, I don't know, HGTV yeah. shows, you're like, oh, there's definitely beautiful no. wood under here. But then it's just this horrible splintery mess. And it's Natalie, not always uh, wood. Spends that trip just <laughs> pulling a lot of splinters out of her feet. Yeah. Uh, so it's at that point that uh, Caroline tells her, uh, admits that, and she's uh, she's also doing these, uh, acting out in these kind of strange ways where she's buying $6,000 worth of furniture mm-hmm. instead of finishing her book. Just very, like, rich girl mess to a yeah. T. Like, uh, to, you know, to the nth degree. Um, so, and it's during this time that Caroline admits to Natalie that to get her start, she bought followers for her Instagram, which is not at all uncommon. What? Oh, like bought followers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Like a, fa- a bunch of fake accounts. No, she oh. did buy, fo- I don't know quite how it works, but she did buy followers that were somehow that she had reason to believe would be interested in her. Like followers oh. who were interested in like the Fault in Our Stars, which is Got a young And they're active novel. people that will like her that stuff. That actually and look made me kind of curious, like, wait yeah. a second, should I do that? Yeah, like, yeah, because should I? I, I didn't, until I read this, I didn't even know that that was possible. I'd only ever heard of like yeah, these fake, buying yeah. fake mm-hmm. accounts, but I didn't know. But apparently oh, she somehow, and she also like did the thing where you pay for ads about your Instagram. Got it, yeah. Where you make them look like they're real posts, but they're actually ads. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Genius. So, that's kind of the gist of the article. Um, uh, there's one point where, uh, oh, actually, there was this one, kind of the highlight of demonstrating Caroline's selfishness as a friend. Uh, she talks about Natalie and Caroline are out in Amsterdam, and uh, Caroline leaves Natalie with a bartender, thinking that they're going to hook up. The hookup doesn't happen as planned. Natalie goes back to their room where where she believes Caroline is. Caroline doesn't answer the door. Mm-hmm. Natalie's locked out. Caroline oh, doesn't yeah. answer her phone. And she's just wandering the streets all night and has a miserable night. Mm-hmm. Finally, she comes back at noon. Caroline is there and just wasn't answering the door or her phone for unexplained reasons. And Natalie's like, I can't believe, I can't believe you would leave me in this situation. Yeah. Uh, and Caroline just sort of... <laughs> Pats her face and is like, shh, 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 you know, and somehow okay, gets away baby. with it. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow uh, gets away with it. So that's the article. That's kind of the mm-hmm. gist. Uh, I'm not really doing it justice. Um, it's, you guys should read it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so the author, Roxane Gay, tweeted about this article. This was quite a white girl journey. I was going to say this yes. is such a white girl experience. I almost, I as a white woman can't take it. I, it kind of felt like. I an, peel Kelsey off of a splintered floor every week. Yeah. And I just My truly. My floors, I'm just perpetually ripping up flooring to see what's underneath. I mean, that's a white woman's world. Yeah. I, I felt like this was sort of like a better written, slightly more elevated episode of Gossip Girl in the sense that I did not, there are parts of this story I sort of related to, but I don't really know if I actually do relate with this story. And it kind of just felt like I was watching some like evening drama. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was, yeah. And I kind of, 
I, I was fascinated. I also just sort of resented the fact that I was reading. <laughs> I don't know. I feel complicated. It is it is a thing. That, what fascinated it? What fascinated me so much about it is that there are two kinds of essays that I have been told never to pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a a a, a petty. Uh, dis- like, uh, oh, this girl wasn't a good friend to me. Like, editors are like, so what? Like, yeah, like no one knows a, you and no one yeah. cares. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's a story that is only interesting because of the fame of Caroline Keller yeah. and her massive following. Yeah, and then it's also like if you try to fucking sell tell, uh, sell a story about your travel abroad moment, yeah, laughed yeah. out of the room. Like it's just it's and to me that was like this was like the pinnacle. This is all of, of like, <laughs> the art the essays that you've been told over and over again. Like, like don't, don't write this. Write. No yeah. one gives a shit. But wow, here we yeah. are. people are giving a shit. They, so. And people won't shut up about it. Well, and I do think we just all love a good, like, rich person drama. Yeah. yeah. You know, rich and hot We love drama. two women versus each other. Yeah. We do. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, I have known plenty of Caroline Calloways where it's just like a beautiful girl who's like in college, like I knew a lot of people like this. Yeah. It's like, she's really attractive, really good at art, has a lot of high minded concepts. Mm-hmm. Uh, espouses to enjoy reading, but really struggles to turn in any homework because Adderall, 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 yeah, and is like yeah. very wealthy. So, uh, boy, I knew some Carolines. But then, okay, but I'll say more about this. Yeah. So at first when I read this, I was like, oh my God, I'm Natalie. Because like I've also had a lot of dumb ghostwriting jobs and I'm also a broke writer in Brooklyn. <laughs> but then if I'm honest with myself, looking back, I'm like, I've been a Caroline. Yeah. But I want to oh. talk more about that later. <laughs> but, but I want to lay down more sort of like groundwork of like what all the hubbub is about. The critical reactions to this, there mm-hmm. have been quite a few. The Atlantic, uh, there was a very well uh, received uh, sort of counter argument to what mm-hmm. Natalie Beach was saying. Uh, the article is called Caroline Calloway Isn't a Scammer, and it's by Caitlin Flanagan. And this scam relates, again, like I said, to the series of uh, failed creative the workshops. workshops. Yeah, which I'll describe more. Um, so <laughs> she said in her article, the venom of Natalie's essay in no way matches her claims against Caroline, which amount to these. For a short period, Natalie helped edit Caroline's post, a service for which she was compensated, and she ghost wrote the book proposal for which she requested the astronomical fee of 35%. So when this book deal went down, mm-hmm. uh, Caroline had to pay everything back. Right. Natalie did not have to. Sh- Natalie got her ghostwriting fee, which oh, she was did. close to $20,000. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and Caroline <laughs> says this on a, t- a live taping of the Red Scare podcast. She takes fucking 20 minutes to get this out. Where I she couldn't saying, listen to that thing you sent me. She saying like yeah. an important detail. She really overpronounces her T's. It's like something that's really important. And then she gets really distracted by the audience. I don't have any trouble believing that she has struggles with ADHD because this... It was wow, hard to get through. She could not get. <laughs> Did you through. listen to it? No, I uh, haven't yeah, yet. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I you couldn't. Won't. <laughs> so, uh, so that took her forever to spit out, but we finally got there. Um, so, uh, the Atlantic article. I also like this point where uh, the author said it is a small masterpiece of a certain form, an aggrieved young woman's account of being repeatedly wronged, often by slights so minor that only someone very young could have nursed them so long and then decided that they demanded a public airing. Mm. That says it all to me. I actually like that. Yeah. Fair. 
I think that that's, I like that a lot. That's good. Well, someone commented on her Instagram. I thought this was also on Natalie's or on on Caroline. I don't think Natalie. Had I was gonna an say Instagram, I didn't. I didn't I see one. I don't know. Natalie's more of a Twitter girl. Uh. Woman, excuse me. Um, so one commenter said, uh, "said Okay, honestly, I just read that fucking article and the entire thing just reads, poor me. Like it almost has nothing to do with you because she's, you being Caroline, yeah. because she's so engrossed in her own jealousy and pessimism. How about stop feeling sorry for yourself? Ungrateful. Wake the fuck up. You both had the same opportunities. Yeah, there's some, there's some fairness to there's that. There's some fairness. Yeah. I don't know if same opportunities No, that doesn't feel real. Fair to say. Um, well, I think they're both like two relatively privileged gals yes. who yeah. in that in the, on the very base level yes. since have kind of the same, you know. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that Caroline is probably vastly more wealthy than Natalie, but that doesn't mean yeah. that Natalie is like little orphan Natalie. No, she's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then there are also some fans of Caroline's have said your discussions on past friendships and their fallout, because Caroline has been commenting on this so much right. like, ever since it happened. Um, your discussions on past friendships and their fallout are helping me heal from mine. Thank you for sharing. Okay. <laughs> I just um, want to comment, kiss, kiss, kiss. Okay, so on, the, on, on the Red Scare podcast, someone is like, are you guys lesbians? Yeah. From the audience. Of course, that's all I can think about. I'm like, oh my God. Where did, I'm like, where the did Red this Scare go? Audience. And then Caroline is like, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah. That, well, can I just ask, for, did that like just completely devolve into like a trash fire? Uh, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just got to, the, when she finally said like, this is how much Natalie got paid, I was like, finally. And uh, then I had okay. to like, I gotta go. move on with my life. I think I listened to a little more, but it's just like, it's so, it's such a mess. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I did hear a couple other snippets that I, uh, that I noted, but yeah, it yeah. was a mess. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely a mess. And I did not pay for the Patreon. I listened to a bootleg version. I could, yeah. <laughs> She linked me. <laughs> yeah. um, so, and it's some Caroline had her own points to make that I thought were very valid. Uh, Caroline says that Natalie, you know, paints herself as the underdog. Yeah. People love to identify with the underdog. Mm. But Caroline says, hmm, according to my recollection, she didn't actually say that, yeah. but she did say this part. Natalie Stop was- Stop ghostwriting for her, <laughs> I'm Molly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Na- Caroline, if you're hiring, <laughs> I'm available. Um, she says, Natalie was captain of the women's soccer team at NYU. Uh, the real Natalie Beach, not the character she wrote about in the cut, is popular, athletic, and beloved. Yeah. And then another Instagram post, uh, she said, the character of Natalie Beach is a blundering, friendless sidekick. The real Natalie Beach is a captain explaining the game plan. The real Natalie Beach saw the advantage in emphasizing her own loneliness and took it. Fair mm. play. She also points out that uh, Natalie, you know, describes her writing life as being very difficult, which mm-hmm. I'm sure it was at first. It always is starting out. Um, but that Natalie has since been published quite a bit in O Magazine, where her aunt is an editor. Yeah. Oh. Um, the big O. The big O. The big, the big o. o in the room that no one wants to talk about. <laughs> um, so uh, on the Red Scare podcast, one of the hosts did ask, do you think your relationship with Natalie is parasitic or symbi- symbiotic? And this is one of the questions that uh, Caroline Who would the parasite be? Because she was too distracted. So I think that they're asking, like, was Natalie a parasite oh, okay. on you? Or did you or, guys just feed off mm-hmm. each other? Um, and then um, Caroline says that she couldn't answer on the show because she was focused on riffing with the audience. She calls it riffing. Um, <laughs> I imagine her scatting. <laughs> like a kind of a yeah. Dave Matthews Bop, guitar. <laughs> 
and, and then, it is about jazz this episode. <laughs> and then later on Instagram, Caroline gives her answer as, if I were even a smidge less brilliant and resilient, it would be parasitic as fuck. Oh. I know I'm smart and I refuse to be coy about it. Okay. Which is, yeah. and we're going to see this again and I'm again like, with okay. Caroline. Every bit of bad thing, every bit of criticism, anything you say against her, she's like, it's all part of the beautifulness <laughs> that is me. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's her whole song. But yeah. it, it's it really a beautiful is. tune. It's a beautiful tune. You will find yourself dancing to it. Uh, so, and then she also pushes back against the idea. So Natalie mentions that she's strung out on Adderall, right. but also, you know, makes it look like, you know, she kind of just flaked and like dropped the ball mm-hmm. and couldn't do it. Um, and then Caroline said in response to that, I would appreci- appreciate in the future if no one else trivializes my issue with mental health and suicide. Sure. Natalie gets a free pass because I love her and because I feel so much guilt about all the ways I hurt her during my addiction that it almost feels good to see her sober hurt me in return. She's mm. sober? So she's off oh, Adderall. She's saying it's good that I'm sober and I can see her hurting me. Um, Is that no, what I she think said? she's saying that Natalie said, I don't oh, know, look, okay. do a deep read on your own time. Oh, God, I could never. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of her Adderall addiction, she did say in the Red Scare podcast that she was prescribed a dose of 90 milligrams a day, okay. and I read like 60 milligrams yeah. is a high dose, mm. and she said, this is a hot tip, um, in New York, if you just go on Yelp mm-hmm. and search for Adderall, um, you just pick the highest ranked doctors and they'll give you a wild prescription. I did say thank you, Caroline, for that. <laughs> <laughs> and to that we say thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, there's this other reaction from a supporter that I liked where she says, maybe you were a bad friend to Caroline. But you hurt her inadvertently because you would have hurt anyone in your orbit. You were hurting yourself most of all. But here she is, a grown woman, coming back years later and with the benefit of hindsight, deliberately writing this Mm. about an extremely vulnerable time in your life. That alone is sick and twisted to to do to a friend, former or not. And yet... The business partnership between Natalie and Caroline might not be over. Yeah. So what, before this es- essay was written, they were obviously not, you know, speaking on close terms. But since <laughs> bleeding up to the to the publication of mm-hmm. this essay, uh, n- Caroline was posting nonstop about how afraid she was and all her feelings about this article coming up uh-huh. and how she regretted, you know, s- some regret about, you know, saying like she re- um knew that this article is not going to paint her in the, in the best, best light. light yeah. Um, but now that this has come out, it seems like they are having a lot more back and forth. And Caroline has alluded to the fact that they're back in contact and that they're both taking meetings in L.A. We're back Perhaps. in business, yeah. babe. I uh, think this there's a small part of me that does sort of think that this was a little bit of a collusion on their so part. So one thousand percent. Yeah. So on this like so there's a the Caroline scam has, of all. Caroline yeah. has basically said that they're working on a movie deal or a TV oh, deal or something. Yeah. And so that has made that it there that is a very popular conspiracy theory that these two were in on it together. What's the movie on? gonna be? I Ten s- minutes long? <laughs> Like, it's well, going to just be two girls this, shouting at each other yes. and then going to sleep. This is just like, and people <laughs> like go to sleep. Go to sleep. People will watch it because it involves young, hot, rich people. Yeah. Right. But 
this like this story does it just like was a story where like nothing really it's happened. been written it's called single white female and you can check it out at your local blockbuster yeah, and it's like i was just i kept waiting <laughs> for something actually like dramatic to happen and i guess that the sort of right you know spot for that was when she was like wandering around by in a city by herself at yeah night, which like y- shitty but also it's not like I don't know. To me, that's not like the big cliff, like, whoa, you know what no. I mean? Like, I think that's happened to people in some form. Oh, it just didn't yeah. feel Many like. Many times. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't feel like that crazy <laughs> to no, me. No, nothing I read made me. And then we've talked about this on our last, our Rachel Hollis episode. Nothing. I mean, no, no mess or drama that they talk about is anything that. I mean, every yeah. New Yorker knows what you're saying. And it's yeah. like, Adderall and addiction, other stuff. We get it. Yeah. You said single white female. I was thinking like the show Girls yeah. already exists. Yeah, actually, that single white female is too intense. This is just yeah. girls. And yeah. It's the Big Bang Theory, really. <laughs> You've never seen the Big Bang no. Theory. You don't know what it's about. Um, but yeah, having, so like Girls is a show that I won't watch because I'm like, it's about like an asshole writer girl in Brooklyn. Like, yeah. I don't, don't come for me where I live. <laughs> And like, and that's the same reason I wouldn't watch. No, right. Because it's just like, we know, we know, we know these girls. Yeah. And I think I really think that my feeling is that it might not have been some grand conspiracy Mm -hmm. on their part, but I bet you that maybe they actually did have a falling out, but then sort of both were like, wait a second, how can we sort of, you know, like I want to write a big piece. And Mm -hmm. then, so I don't necessarily think it was like cold, like cold calculation, but I do think it was maybe a little bit of a manipulative thing. Well, that's what Caroline wants you to think on the Red Scare podcast. She was like, hey, oh, I failed with this book deal, but then we threw that failure, Natalie's essay came out, Mm -hmm. and now my stories work even more. (laughs) It's that thing of like, whatever she does wrong, it always comes back and like, and it's part of how I'm perfect. Yeah. 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 It's all coming up, Caroline. I wanted to share this beautiful piece of writing that Caroline posted on her Instagram <laughs> about being in LA where she talks about <clears throat> the potential that seems to hang like fairy dust in the air of LA when the afternoon sunlight slants in golden beams through the windows and you see all the little particles hanging in the air. Girl dust. You mean dust? <laughs> You're like, is that dust? Or the fact that at any moment I could get a phone call from my agent agent that could change my life forever. It's dust. <laughs> I'm telling I, I you, say, it's dust. Hire <laughs> mate. One time I did have, I was, you know, it was a night in California where I was feeling it in like random, I was like outside and I was like, I sent my sister like just a, paragraphs long email that was like drink water love yourself and she was like are you okay so California can have well, California an effect on a girl but <laughs> drink water so. love yourself then email it to your sister honey yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah don't post I it. was writing notes for this podcast in my disgusting Bushwick apartment I was like is that a bunch of little German cockroaches or is it all my dreams coming true who's to say um, so she keeps it's dreams <laughs> She keeps talking about how she's taking meetings with the actress who's going to play her, and she can't tell us who it is. Uh, Um, She says, I can't tell you who it is. Blake Lively. Because I, yes, because (laughs) I want her to know that she can trust me. But I can tell you that I will be hand sewing some fresh fuchsia orchids to my cardigan collar for the occasion so that when she looks at me, her eyeballs thrill. That is such a bizarre sentence. I feel unwell. I know. 
This episode's made me feel unwell. Can you imagine opening up your beautiful Hollywood door to see a girl with like, you know. Orchids. Orchids sewn to her. And be like a modern day Manson thing and just be like, what <laughs> yeah. is happening? Yeah, I'd be like, I yeah, gotta, gotta have go. blood on the wall soon. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm now gonna have blood how Terry soon. Melcher felt. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, so, uh, but okay, so we're all like, ooh, TV, movie, who's gonna play mm-hmm. her? I, who I wanna play her? Florence Pugh. The Midsummer Girl, the lead. Oh, that would be perfect. We already know she looks good in a flower crown. She looks Hello. good in a flower crown. Hello, Hollywood. Anyway. Um, but we're all very excited. And I guess about some this. extra will play Natalie. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, Nat. <laughs> um, I'm going to play Natalie. Um, but okay, but don't get excited because, as anyone who's been following Caroline for a while knows, she has a history littered with empty promises. So let's <laughs> get into some of that. Um, first of all, I did want to just touch on the money stuff with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, like she her workshop really, thing. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. going to get to that. But, um, so as far as like how she's able to have all these creative yeah. endeavors and not a real job ever at any point, um, she never addresses her family, uh, wealth, her family's wealth. Um, she talks about how she's from Falls Church, which she tries, which is a suburb of DC in Virginia, okay. which is, uh, somewhere where she tries to pass it off as like, oh, it's just a suburb. It's just all strip malls and whatever. Um, but being from that area, I can tell you that Falls Church, quite a wealthy area. It is. Where she's yeah. like, oh, it's not like Chevy Chase or McLean or like the really rich areas of D.C. where like Congress sure. women live. But it's still. It's still super nice. I looked it up. Actually, I had my dad look it up before <laughs> I came Your dad's here. deeply involved. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, the median income there is uh, 118000 per household, which is twice the national average. Whoa, that is wow. high. It's in Fairfax County in Virginia, which is the wealthiest county. So whenever she talks about, oh, it's just a humble suburb, like, don't. It's not. It's not. It's oh, a yeah, she had an Instagram post. Nice She's suburb. like, just at a strip mall eating Chinese food with my family <laughs> because that's just the suburb. And I was like, girl, your mouth has fully circled around your head and it's confusing. <laughs> So a Vice article, so it's it's confusing as to how she doesn't have a job, but or it, not confusing, but unknown. Um, but a Vice article did point out that at one point she was locked out of her apartment by her landlord. Uh, for not paying. Yeah, for not yeah. paying. But it's sort of like, hey, you know, remember when Natalie was locked <laughs> out of her apartment? So like maybe. But yeah, there have been uh, civil court proceedings against oh, her wow. for not paying. But then she does always eventually somehow pay. And yeah. who knows how. Uh, and she does reference uh, having four personal assistants. Four. That's yeah. Crazy. It's unknown if they're uh, they're paid or not. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Um, so we don't know a lot about her family either, except there was this horrible, tragic mm-hmm. event that followed the publication of her essay, where her father, who she doesn't have a close relationship with. She's described him as being an alcoholic and mentally ill and living in a hoarder-type situation. Mm-hmm. He killed himself yeah. day, just a couple days out of this, uh, after this article came out. So in addition to talking about this article and her feelings about it in a very public way, she's also been dealing with her father's suicide. Crazy. And it's really uh, strange. I don't want to say strange. It's a thing of, like, you can't judge how anyone grieves. No, of course not. But I'm just going to describe how she's grieving. Yeah. And you all and you and just feel how it. you want to feel. And you feel how you want to feel. So she'll do things like she'll post a bikini picture and it's her looking very hot in a bikini. Mm-hmm. And then the caption will be uh, something like this. 
Four weeks ago to the day, I found out that my dad died. Five days ago, I found out that he committed suicide. Uh, I am sexy and sexual and grief-stricken and shrewd and zany and romantic and generous and imaginative and manipulative and reckless and ambitious and good. I have generalized anxiety disorder and chronic depression, and I used to be addicted to Adderall. I'm fantastic with words. And I used to let the world force me into being any smaller than the messy whole of who I am just because, some part, just because some parts of me seem confusing or contradicting or inconvenient. They are, humans are. I actually liked that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I liked up until like the last 10 It should have words. ended with... I am sexy. I, it, <laughs> like the yes. first few lines, like, you know, my father passed and I'm sexy. I, you know what? I would, I would say, right? I would raise you yeah. one and say, I think it should have ended with, I am sexy, sexual, grief stricken, period. <laughs> Actually, yeah, honestly, that would have been my ideal. That's perfect. Because as soon as I read that, I was like, all in. No, I, all in. I, I doubled the down. The last 10 words were there egregious. Are a lot. But other than that, I, I was. I Caroline, was are you hiring? I'll say it again. We're here. We are here. We're we are here. ready to workshop all of this. All of this. We are ready to shorten the hell out of your famously very long. I was going to say, captions. we want to change your whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and she's listening. Like, this is a business meeting. Like, let's keep that in mind. No, yeah, that's a little uh, terrifying to me. Yeah. I'm going to take her out somewhere nice in Bushwick. Ooh. Caroline, yes. meet me at Bushwick Country Club. <laughs> Have our people Actually, call your people. If there's anybody who's going to straighten a gal out in the it's best me. of ways, it's going to say, it's one Katie Joy. I'm punching my hand. <laughs> I'm not going to punch her, but that's how I start every business meeting. <laughs> Uh, on October 3rd, she posted another that was like a, a drawing someone had did of a photograph of her oh, yeah. where she's like kind of sucking on her middle finger. Mm -hmm. And she captioned this uh, caption. Oh, sorry. She captioned it. <laughs> she says caption. <laughs> she said, I love honest expressions of grief, grief. Like I love elite diplomas. Like I love lyrical lilting sentences. Like I love sucking my fingers as if I were giving head. Again, I love that wow. line. I'd take out the others. Yes. I'd, yeah. The first and the last are perfect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of her supporters have said that they really appreciate this, this grieving okay. in a public way. I'm trying to like paint a picture. This is the fan season. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure everybody gets like what people like about her. And I think you guys are seeing, like we all get Oh, it. I totally, she's hot. And Natalie has said. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, right? And like as much as Caroline has been like, Natalie was such a great writer. Natalie has said that she loves Caroline's writing. Like they are very much No, I get the fan situation. We're not pitting them against each other in terms of writing. Not on this podcast. Not on this podcast, honey. Um, so uh, she said she, a claim that people really take issue with is she's uh, so she has these really long captions, which are sort of what she was mm -hmm. known for. But she has said, like, this is an Instagram stories account, the first of its kind. Like she invented mm -hmm. having really long captions. Um, she says, my account succeeded and stood out. Because I correctly anticipated how the trend toward longer captions would play out. And I got in and built a brand ahead of it with my quality fucking creativity and vulnerability and quirky genius. There's definitely like a Midwestern mom who has longer captions. <laughs> I'm True. sorry to say. But are they quirky and are they genius and are they vulnerable? Honestly, yeah. I think she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, yeah. Also, yeah, she's probably, I mean, lucky guess on her part. Smart thinking. Smart thinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, lucky guess. I feel she's a great guesser. <laughs> great guesser. 
Um, okay, so one thing before before we get in any deeper, um, I wanted while we're still on the surface level, <laughs> you guys describe her aesthetic. We talked about uh, floral crowns. Floral That's crown. like her thing. She loves to pin flowers to herself and in her hair. She's floral crown. She's no bra. Messy apartment. Messy apartment. Messy, messy in like a cool way, like a lot of books and a lot of Yeah, it's not plants. mess. It's like just Cluttered. stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Um, trendy stuff. Trendy stuff. She's like a buttoned up cardigan, messy hair. I think it's like, I think it's a little bit interesting because she actually like her just pure aesthetic doesn't really seem actually very current in the way a lot of yes. other young women no, it doesn't. are now. Yeah. It's not like she's not wearing like the, you know, Fashion Nova two piece. Like she's very like, it's some sort of, it almost feels like or mid 2000s Instagram mm-hmm. versus yeah. Can you believe it was you who said Target, Target chic? <laughs> when I think flower crowns for some reason I think Target. Well, yeah. But yeah, it's so fascinating to me. I feel like flower crowns were such a thing like a few years ago. Yeah, it just feels like so but it doesn't feel retro in like a 70s way, like the way she wants to look. Like she just looks like someone who went into Target. I like mm-hmm. the mid 2000s okay. thing. It feels very she to me I kept thinking like manic pixie dream girl mm-hmm. which yeah. is not a thing now but no, was it's not cuz yeah. girls now like when mid- when people are like oh she's so brooklyn I'm like actually no. I yeah. think brooklyn girls want to look like sweatshirts. Yeah. And I say that yeah. lovingly ladies, you know I love it. But yeah. you know it's just sweatshirts, sneakers, short hair. She's Definitely. long hair, no bra, nipples out, which yeah. is what I like, but yeah. that's not yeah, it's of sort of this like time. A, I was going to say it's she's not a little, all a mode. She's a little like out of that's why I was I, yeah, what I know is kind of what she's going for but like it's like why it's like a young adult yeah. um book series or she something. says over and over again like i'm not a brooklyn cool girl like that's a refrain that comes up uh, i would agree uh, to be honest yeah. yeah no me too i kind of like that about yeah. her. um so she's put out a lot of art um where uh that people say is not very original she does these <laughs> <No>. <laughs> cutouts that are basically matisse's blue nudes yes um, except they're just sort of sloppier. And she makes like a different background. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. makes like a, col- a colorful collage out of them. Mm-hmm. She's also made these uh, paintings. There's actually, she's selling paintings right now. Like there's a sale I know, going on. $400 for one. I liked $400 it. $400 <laughs> for a painting. Um, but she's done She's done a lot of paintings where it's like a colorful background and then thick, uh, a th- uh, an outline of like boobs. Yeah. Cartoon boobs. It's like thick, thick lines. Um, and she said of this combination of like uh, an outline against a colorful background, she says that that combination fucks hard. It fucks hard. Yeah. It's so real. <laughs> so raw. She's so, so yeah. raw. Um, she, so, and she said. She's chafed even. Uh, I liked that she said this about, and she's aware of this criticism when she makes it clear that she's aware when she said, you may not think my writing is good, but mm-hmm. I do. You may not think my visual art, paintings and collages. Oh, sorry. You may think my visual art, paintings and collages are garbage. I don't. I think they're catchy and bold and irreverent and easy to understand in a way that's at once smart and deceptively generous, just like my words. I think it's generous when artists make art that is easy to understand instead of cloaking everything in metaphor and erudition. If I were a musician, I'd sing pop, and that is exactly what I listen to. She loves Taylor Swift. Everyone's like, Caroline, we like your stuff. We like you. Yeah, your people are buying okay. Like it. People like you. You don't have to keep saying you, that people think you're garbage. Yeah. yeah. People clearly like you a lot. You have a lot of fans. I feel like it's a love or hate situation. I guess. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just stop defend, girl. Yeah. Take a deep breath. 
Yeah. So, okay, so the book deal. So, like we said, uh, she starts attending St. Edmund's College in Cambridge when she's 22. Um, She hated the fact she had to go to NYU, told Natalie, like, I can't live with this crappy NYU email address. I can't live like this. I hate that. (laughs) So she starts uh, starts posting these really dreamy, very filtered pictures in Mm -hmm. 2012. Um, in, uh, and her Instagram was, uh, soon devoted to all these picturesque pictures of Cambridge and her romance with a young man named Oscar. Uh, so when this book deal came through like very quickly, like a year basically after she started this Instagram, um, from business, uh, and business uh, insider article in 2013, uh, it said, as she shops a book deal and meets with editors this month, she may truly be living in a fairy tale. (laughs) After all, it's her lifelong dream to publish this book. And then, uh, and she says of her book, she says that she, uh, it makes her feel less lonely writing for my readers and hopefully makes them feel less lonely reading it. Typical young okay. adult kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, so then, like I said, Flatiron publishes it. I mean, sorry, buys the – accepts a proposal. Uh, and then in 2017, it falls apart mm-hmm. for reasons that Natalie uh, outlines. Um, but she has uh, – Ca- Caroline has said that the other reason that that book deal didn't go through is because she didn't like the boy-focused direction that it was going in. Because a lot of it was devoted to, like, her breakup with one oh, boyfriend and yeah. getting together with Oscar. Um, so she has to return the advance, and uh, she posted something about how the total babes at Flatiron aren't suing her for the advance, but that they trust that she will pay it off in due course. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, and then she posts uh, about this time in her life. She says, if anyone needs me, I'll be picking up the broken pieces of my book deal and making a life for myself where I can be authentic, my authentic, flawed, <laughs> beautiful Caroline self. Once again. <laughs> she really said that. Uh, so then she get, getting into her creativity workshops. Game. This happened earlier this year. I assume this must have been like from forever. Oh. This was this year, in January this year. She comes Whoa. up with this idea for these creativity workshops. Mm-hmm. She's the phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh, doesn't seem to really think it through or consult with anyone no. or have any idea what she's doing. She's going to charge $165 for a four-hour workshop mm-hmm. that's going to come with coffee or tea or, uh, with your choice of oat milk or oat milk. <laughs> no, <laughs> oat milk is the milk everybody loves now. Um, and then it'll, you'll also get a personalized journal to take notes in during class and take home as a souvenir. Oh, you think that's funny? She's also promising a homemade <laughs> vegan lunch that she's going to make. Oh, this is wild. <laughs> she's cooking. Yeah. Uh, and that you'll have new friends and fresh orchid crowns. Beautiful. Fresh orchid crown. Think about it. It's a $165 ticket. Do you spot any problems? $165 buys you, what, 10 orchids? Yeah, no, there's no way. How is this? Okay. So, um, thank you. Um, So the four-hour workshop starts with... um, She's going to (laughs) cover the emotional and spiritual dimensions of making art and how to build an Instagram brand. I assume that she she's not going to lot. Yeah. I assume that she's not going to just say buy a bunch of followers. That's what I yeah. did. So. Now she'll get into something else. Yeah. Take note. <laughs> um so this all gets documented by a journalist named Kaylee Donaldson. She goes. Um, no, she oh. just ta- she hears of it. Um she says um uh uh, this that Instagram influ- influencer I occasionally check in on because she's the worst is now charging one hundred and sixty five dollars for a four hour seminar on how to be yourself. 
And then she points out, she makes this really long Twitter thread that goes viral. Um, she points out that Eventbrite requires uh, 30 days notice to cancel. And then she's saying, like, she's pointing out that Caroline isn't booking venues quickly enough um, and that she's selling tickets for um, for dates where she hasn't booked a venue. <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. by the time this falls through, it's going to be too late for people to, to cancel. cancel. And oh, this is yeah. where the whole scam thing got mm-hmm. started. It eventually worked out that because the Caroline violated the terms of service of Eventbrite, I believe that's how it worked, everybody did get refunded. Okay. And then the Atlantic article made this very good point that, like, you know, as it starts to collapse and Caroline realizes she bit off more she, than she can t- chew, uh, they she's— the Atlantic article is like if your if your scam involves homemade eggplant salad, <laughs> you're probably not a good grifter. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't find her to be a yeah. calculated scammer. Yes, yeah. she is not. Calculating. I just find her to be a, a silly little thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, know. But some interesting parts along the way um, is she wants to hire two people to document the event, but does not want to pay them. Sure, and this will be. Photographers love that. <laughs> Trade for creative labor. Oh my god! Oh, man. Um, and that as an artist, then, she should know that's not okay. And then, well, she's an artist who does not need money, <laughs> as I've mentioned. Um, so shortly after that, she does change it to a paid position. Okay. Um, and she says, part of being a good human and a good businesswoman is not letting daunting challenges get you down. And my reaction to that was paying people is not part of being a good businesswoman. No, it's part yeah. of Life. business. Yeah. Any yeah. business at all, woman or no, <laughs> no matter what your genitals look like, you have to pay people. You have to pay people. <sighs> okay. So the orchid <laughs> crown idea goes away pretty quickly. Like I said, orchids are very expensive. Are notoriously pricey. Yeah. So she changes it to carnations, um, baby's breath. <laughs> I wish she changes it to she's going to get mason jars for every single attendee. She's gonna sprinkle some uh, seeds in there for a DIY w- uh, wildflower garden in a jar. In a jar. Okay. What she doesn't realize. Okay. She's having these 1,200. This is where it gets really good. She's having 1,200 mason jars delivered to her studio apartment. No, 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 uh, no, no. She doesn't know how big 1,200 So did she make is. furniture out of them? Because mason there's jars. no other way. How big uh, 1,200 mason jars uh, are. It turns out it's her whole apartment. It's huge, it's, uh, yeah. She has no, uh, no room to do anything else except have 1,200 mason jars. <sighs> so and she posts, oh, my God. She posts. Uh, this really long post about that. Um, and she says, uh, uh, I have 1,200 mason jars next week because one of the things I want to give everyone in their care packages is a portable DIY wildflower garden to take home. So inventive and playful and sweet. I know, I know. We'll talk about that later. But OMG, my entire home is the size of 1,200 mason jars. Uh, 12, wait, 1,200? Yeah, 1,200. Where am I going to put all this stuff? Where will I live? <laughs> Inside <mark>. a mason jar. <laughs> She's yeah. a Sagittarius, right? Yeah, she's a famously a, a, qu- a quadruple, quintuple, quintuple, quadruple. I think she says quintuple. Sorry, That's too many. Yeah, yeah. There's only four things she could be. Okay, maybe a moon, she did a sun, say, a rising, and then her whatever side thing. Okay, maybe she did okay. say quadruple. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I don't think there's more than that. Yeah, um, a notoriously uh, flaky sign. Yeah, just as a heads okay, up. Yeah. 
Um, so she's about 27 when this is happening. And I was like, hmm, have you ever like thrown a party or had people over for dinner? Surely yeah. you have Surely done you know. something by this age where you know that this is not going to fucking work. Yeah. No. It's just like, and I'm, I was just thinking like, if I have four people over, I'm like, I'm making one thing. Yeah, 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 of course. And no one is getting a flower crown. And I just yeah. don't have people over. Because <laughs> I know the because problem. Because you know, because you're 30 and you know. I know, know. I've lived. I feel like maybe <laughs> if you have a, if you have this like big Instagram presence, that's like a sort of strange modern day thing. I, I would imagine for somebody who has a huge Instagram presence where it's like, maybe I can just like make this happen. Like I did my Instagram presence. Yeah. Like I've made, yeah. so it's yeah. like a strange, like confusion magical, of reality. Magical thinking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fairy tales. Yeah. Honey. <laughs> that's what she loves. Dust in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, dust motes. Will you help me? <laughs> <laughs> um, another funny thing that happens along the way that Donaldson, this Kaylee Donaldson points out, um, is that she tries to pass off. There's a free, the first stop is in DC and she tries to, there's a free Matt and Kim concert happening nearby her event and she tries to pass it off as an after party for her event. This already free thing that was Come happening. To, oh, that's so funny. Matt and yeah. Kim. And yet, while this is going on, she's being asked by BBC Radio London, when she does the UK leg of her tour, they're asking her, come and talk about creativity um, and uh, give a talk at the uh, National Freaking Gallery of Art in London about women in art and culture. So it's that thing. What of, are like, her credentials? Her yeah. competence is so low wow. and people's interest in her is so high. That is cancel pretty- BBC for that one. <laughs> yeah, actually, BBC, you're canceled. They are no, no longer fired. reputable. Yeah. Wow, yeah. it's kind of impressive what so, she's done with herself. It is. Yeah, basically what it boils down to is uh, she eventually devolves into being like, hey, all those cities I said, because this was supposed to be mm-hmm. a tour. Eventually she's like, hey, all those cities I said they were com- that I said I was coming to that you bought tickets to see me. What if you guys just came to New York? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so this blogger named Abigail Scott writes, am I stupid for trusting you? Are we the real punchlines who spent our hourly wages to support you and see your workshop? Is this an instance of blind faith? Am I in a cult? Yeah. Crying eyed emoji. (laughs) (laughs) So now, uh, again, subsuming negative criticism into uh, herself. Um, she says, writer, She her Instagram bio today reads, writer, art historian. She calls herself an art historian. Historian. Only has a bachelor's degree in art history. Interesting. Which I also have. Should I be marketing myself yeah. as an art, history, art historian? Mm-hmm. I'm learning so yes. much about myself. Yes. <laughs> um, and then she says, uh, no, not that one. The other scam. The one you love. So she loves this idea of her as being a scammer. She sold shirts as a scammer. On the subject of shirts, she also, so this uh, journalist's name is Kaylee Donaldson. Uh-huh. Uh, she started selling a t-shirt that said, stop hate following me, Kaylee. Oh. Yeah. That's rude. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then she told Refinery29, she was like, oh, I stopped selling those shirts because I realized that was bullying and that was wrong and I feel bad. And Kaylee was like, uh, no, 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 Threadless stopped making those shirts because they violate Threadless's terms of service. There you go. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Oh. So who would buy that? I don't know. Yeah. Teens. Teens? I, teens who uh, love her. The answer is always teens. The answer lately is teens. Um, so yeah. So more about how she takes the scammer reputation. 
Um, there was this cartoon of her with a caption scammer. Um, and she said, so weird how the Instagram handle yeah. name um, uh, spelled ambitious oh, the woman typo one. Yeah, trying this is great. her best <laughs> and making mistake- mistakes just like the rest of us. Scammer. I love the typo, though. Typos <laughs> are my brand. That's the other thing. Oh, she yeah. makes a lot of typos, so typos are her brand. It's mm-hmm. just part of who she is. Uh, so because I yeah. drink coffee, coffee is my brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm and learning then, so much about branding. Yeah. <laughs> After this, uh, yeah, we are we are learning a lot. To We're be learning fair. a lot. To be fair. <laughs> We're having our own DIY Caroline Calloway creativity workshop. We kind Did of I are. think about lengthening my Instagram caption? Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight, everybody. Tonight, I'm, Kelsey's is just gonna have like three dots that lead you all <laughs> the way into her life story. <laughs> which honestly, I'm liking it. So, I'm reposting it. <laughs> so okay, I just have a little bit more, and then we can really like you know, get into our thoughts. Um, so she, uh, so in January, 2019 vice came out with an article, um, entitled influencer, Caroline Calloway, isn't a scammer, just a self-obsessed mess. And then she started charging $48 for caps. that said self-obsessed mess. Yeah. She's, she's good. Yeah. She's good. She's good. She's She's very good. She's good. And we have to stop giving her things to sell. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's her world and, and we're, we're just, just customers. Yeah, we're just her customers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. And this article does make the point that, like, a lot of the people who go to these, she's had other events since then. Uh, she had another event, a follow-up in August that was just called The Scam, riffing on that uh. whole idea. Um, and so this article points out that, like, a lot of people who go to these events like what they see. Like, yeah, they she have has fun. Fans. They take pictures mm-hmm. with her. They like what she says. And they don't feel scammed. Like, they're no, they getting, don't. Mm-hmm. So the, anyway, just to put a – just to n- nip that in the bud. She's not – or not in the bud. To nip it way after it's grown out of yeah. control. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she is not a scammer. No, she's really not. She is bad at most things that she attempts. Yeah. And then she takes that badness and says, I'm making merch. Yeah. But she's a merch girl. She's She's a flaky merch girl. She's a flaky, flaky merch girl. Uh, the latest saga that people have been loving following her on, uh, she has this, while she's been in LA, she's been staying with this hot male model. Oh, right. And they're Uh. having the hottest sex (laughs) you can imagine. I want to know who he is. Yeah, I do too. A lot of people do, and some people have found out and made an Instagram with their names and who combined. Is it? I did not. I chose to respect his privacy because oh, he fair. does not want to be known. Oh, that was nice. another thing. Speaking of him not wanting to be known, that was nice of us. Um, Oscar, way back when, remember Oscar yeah. mentioned her Cambridge boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a text that you can find on the subreddit blog snark uh, link to. Uh, it's a screen uh, a screenshot of text between her and Oscar where Oscar says. Please stop writing about me. It really is bullying. And then she said, I don't have the exact wording here, but it was basically like, Oscar, our darling, darling, Oscar, baby, (laughs) uh, that those memories are ours. They're not just yours. And I would hate it if you wrote about me. Can you imagine? Like things like that. It's very creepy. Oh, yeah. And very like, Oh no! I hear what you're saying, but this is my brand. Yeah, this basically. is my brand. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Other well, little things that don't really fit into this narrative, but that I loved. Uh, she really loves Harry Potter, which really motivated oh, her to go to Cambridge. Um, and she said about Cambridge. Um, when I arrived at Cambridge, I thought a lot of things. I thought. Uh, <laughs> 
I thought a lot of things. Oh, I thought, a lot of things. I am scared to start college and start college. Girl, you had been After going to NYU. After you've been going to college. Yeah. That's, which is also she, a psycho. She calls yeah. her time in NYU a gap year. No, no, no. Um, that alone makes me <laughs> nauseated. Uh, I'm scared to start college. A 22-year-old baby in a country. <laughs> she didn't actually say that part about being a baby. In a country where I know no one. I thought my next door neighbor is hot. I guess that was Oscar. Okay. I thought, holy shit, this whole world of Oxbridge is money waiting to be made. I knew how much Americans loved Harry Potter, and I knew how meaningful it would be for them to see that wizarding world come to life in reality with aristocrats instead of witches and iPhones in their hands instead of wands. It's like, yeah, you're the first one who's equated an old British school with Harry with Potter. With Harry Potter. I studied abroad for a semester in Oxford. Not to brag, you did not have to get into Oxford to join this stupid American study abroad program. Um, but there are parts of this old library called the Bodleian that where parts of Harry Potter were filmed. Okay. Um, I think the British people who lived there knew that, um, <laughs> that be- Americans were yeah. there. Dee, 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 They're like, oi, Harry. I don't yeah. know. I'm not going to do an accent. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they know. I don't think it's just it's great. It's just it's wonderful that she thinks that she thought of that. Um <laughs> Never read a book from, never read that series. <laughs> a lot of the people who can't stand her love this. Oh, sorry. I completely lost track of where I was with a male model thing. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Molly's really unwell. <laughs> this, I, I'm Kelsey so and I are just sitting here staring at her like, is everything okay? <laughs> this is what Caroline will do to you. I'm Adderall. Uh, yeah, Adderall. Molly's actually, this is an intervention now. <laughs> <laughs> she dove too deep. She's di- she did too much character work. She's ripping up the floors. <laughs> the flowers are out. <laughs> yeah, no, we do have flower crowns on, and you will see it on our Instagram. I did make them post with flower crowns. Okay, look, one more thing, and then I'll shut up. Um, so, people, uh, so she talks about to this male model about how all these people are drawing her. Mm-hmm. And uh, how she loves it, and she's posing it to her Instagram. She asks people to draw her. Oh, yeah. Just um, as a, as so a side note. He says, uh, yeah, people are always painting me too. <laughs> and uh, she says, I narrowed my eyes. Yes, well, I replied icily, people paint you because you're beautiful. And people paint me because I'm beautiful and a creative genius. Oh, my God. That was like, <laughs> people paint me because of what I write. What do you create? In that Be moment, nice to him. <laughs> in that moment, I showed no tact. Honesty without tact is cruelty. Yeah. I, uh, does she like to be cruel? <laughs> like, or is she just admitting she was cruel? Yeah. I don't get it. I can't I don't figure get her out brand. whether that is she is just truly the most manipulative, or if she is like in some way just. This sounds like dumb. Just like really, truly trying to be honest about her yeah. flaws. Like, I, I think she the- really thinks she's being raw, real, and honest. Like, I really think she sits in the corner of her cute apartment, going. Yeah. It's a, it's a carry end of sex in the city thing. Yeah, She's like, and then I thought, mm, maybe I am beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I thought, yeah, women are great. Like, yeah. you know, like the, yeah. she, that, she does the same, it's self it's self-aggrandizing, you know, yeah. she just yeah. likes herself a lot. Definitely. And I can see her being like, I live a whimsical life and you're just a part of it. Yeah. Like, that's her. Yeah. I don't think it's actual manipulation. I think she's like a silly, silly yeah. girl. Yeah. I mean, because that is very mean to say it's very this male model. Yeah. And we've I also, all said I would, things, I would but... beg to say she probably didn't say that. Oh, like, yeah. I, like, I don't, I just can't imagine a lot of this is true. 
Oh, like I think yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I could see her saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but she always phrases it in terms of like if you uh, find what she's doing is really obnoxious and narcissistic, she has this to say. Uh, about the widely held double standard that men can be champions of their own success, but when women do it, it's vulgar and narcissistic, can go fuck itself. Yeah. So, okay, I this is my last That's point, always I true. <laughs> I swear this is the last thing. This is like my big wrap-up with her. Is I think that she is a very good young adult author. Like sure. I think that she mm-hmm. obviously writes in a very entertaining, engrossing way. Yes. And I do think there is a thing where uh, because it's something that women are generally better at, like obviously writing for a young female yeah, audience, yeah, yeah. it's like that's always going to be like <laughs> silly little girl. Like that's always going to be more easily dismissed. And yeah. that is stupid. Oh, that yeah. we treat uh, – th- I just think that we have a natural inclination that anything is feminine is necessarily inferior. Sure. But at the same time, it's like any criticism of her, of her obviously – of her obvious – ineptitude mm-hmm. and gross like just not giving a sh- shit about her audience that is obviously has this cult like devotion to mm-hmm. her uh anything like that is just a people being misogynistic and i think that um uh it's really easy when you first read that essay to be like i'm a natalie but i think when you really think about your life it's mm-hmm. like well actually i think i have been a caroline at times sure. in my life and i have been really selfish and bad to my friends like this mm-hmm. made me really think about in college like i had a roommate who like never left the room mm-hmm. and at one point uh, my boyfriend like lived off campus and at one point he and i just started making out when she was in the room and she was like watching x files and oh. uh, we were making out uh, graphically we really Going for it. Wow. And it was rude. It was very (laughs) uncomfortable for her, obviously. And she told people about it later. And then mutual friends of ours were like, why are you such a whore? (laughs) And uh, I was like, why doesn't she leave the room ever? And then Um. looking back, I'm like, wow. (laughs) Like Like maybe she just wanted to watch X-Files, Molly. she just (laughs) wanted to watch X-Files. Maybe she had as much right to be in that room as I did. Maybe I was being a weird hormonal idiot. And uh, when I think about that, I don't think like, haha, I'm such a mess. I think like, wow, I'm actually like I did an something asshole. that yeah, I hurt and somebody I had else. To uh, think about that and yeah. realize that about myself. And I think what Caroline does is she says, you don't ever have to have that moment with yourself where you think like, wow, I treated someone like shit, right. and I guess that part of me is shitty. And then she sort of just peddles this illusion that, like, everything you do bad is part of what makes you a crazy, beautiful mess. And put and it so, on a shirt. And yeah. so, and this whole thing about vulnerability and being raw and, like, mm-hmm. putting yourself out there, what she's really doing is saying, you don't ever have to deal with the parts of yourself that yep. you don't like, that yeah. are bad. Yes, definitely. I think that's I love also that. very that's pervasive. A perfect wrap up. Thank you for yeah. coming to my workshop. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a perfect wrap-up. That's, like, how I sort of feel about... Any influencer that, like, focuses on positive thinking and twisting, I think it's very dangerous. Yeah. I think it creates a world of no one taking uh, their comeuppance. You need to get a punch on the chin. Like, you shouldn't always be able to get back on your feet so easily with the support of all your fans. Like, I think sometimes you have to—your feet have to be held to the fire. Yeah. Of which, unfortunately, that Natalie article I don't think did— like, but yeah. I, I think one day, um, all of this will disappear for both of them, and then they will have to sit in their weird apartments and just be like, okay. 
You know, that's gone now. Like glorification and also like commodification of just like this kind of like messiness and this sort of like self indulgent, like confusing being a feminist or being like you know, a accomplished person with also just sort of being selfish. And those two aren't. Yeah, I don't like that. There was so much in common between Caroline Calloway and the Christian influencer we covered in our last episode, Rachel Hollis. It's the exact same thing of like, Mm -hmm. I know I seem perfect, but I'm really a mess. And then she describes being a mess and it's like, is that a mess? It's not a mess. Or are you just being thoughtless? Yeah, yeah, or you're just sometimes rude and have no tact. And also, I think it can be dangerous to be someone like that who teenagers look at because, I don't know, teenagers already have like, weird self-obsessions, but it's also a time of being like really, I don't know, you remember what being a teen is like, and Kelsey's still 16. And I think it's (laughs) It's just, it's just sort of like, I don't know, I think this is a, it's a dangerous road. After sort of looking, I watched some YouTube videos about Caroline and people talking about her and it made me like, oh, it sort of made me hate Instagram again. I go through, I go through waves and this really just really took the piss out of me. I just think it's like, it really is so, it's so, I don't even know the word, obtuse. Like I just, I hate it. I don't like it. It's just like, I go up and down with it all the time. It's sort of like eating its own tail at this point where it's just like, where can we really go from here? I mean, it's, are people just going to keep building this kind of like, self-obsessed yes. brand online like yeah it's like an old person but it just really makes me feel like alienated from like the current way things are I don't yeah. know I just don't but uh, that's just also a personal thing where I've never yeah. been I think honestly for me I just have a hard time relating because I've just never really been someone who's shared personal thoughts online mm-hmm. in yeah. general <laughs> so I think that's just how I'm like I'm missing that chip that a lot of other people have yeah. and it's not bad or good but it's just me so like to wrap up I shared a bit of a personal story yeah. um, to boost your guys's <laughs> online presences what's like an anecdote or something that you feel is really raw and vulnerable that you want to share right here and right now to send our listeners away with oh you're talking to two of the worst people to do that with <laughs> why or i don't find us We're to be vulnerable women oh you're not no okay. I, uh, I was actually thinking like when you said you were going to mention a story where you've been bad to a friend i was like i don't think i've ever even been, been good cl- to a friend no i was like i don't think i've ever gotten close enough to someone to be bad to somebody oh, yeah. that's kind of my thing yeah. i love you both and i think we're all close but i can't imagine i would have ever put myself in a situation to like I just don't like, I won't be around people that, maybe that's my vulnerability. That's my thing. I'm telling you all, it's like getting that close to someone that you could hurt them is uninteresting to me. Uh, Sorry, ladies. You took your Natalie, Caroline, are you a Natalie or a Caroline? And you did get Caroline. I got Caroline. Let's be very upfront about I that. I got Caroline. So did I. Yeah, I did, did you? Too. Yeah. Oh, okay, so we're all Caroline. This is like taking the Sex in the City quiz. It's like, well, I know. you're probably going to get Gary. You're probably like, going to get Gary. Like, subconsciously. I mean, I think we all that. know I always got Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a Miranda. Yeah. Me too. Samantha. I, uh, my anecdote, just to make sure I understand, a raw anecdote that I would use to boost my brand? Be really vulnerable. Be vulnerable right now. Take this moment oh, to be vulnerable. Oh. I was going to. Yeah, no. you guys aren't great at this. <laughs> we really don't like I it. I was going to share an anecdote that's not vulnerable, but sure. it, along what the lines of, I'll, I'll sort of succinctly sort of say that, um, Caroline reminds me of a modern day, uh, less kind of engaging person. I don't know if y'all know who Kat Marnell is. 
She was this writer and kind of messy girl who also did a lot of drugs and was rich and was just a complete mess. And she um, wrote for these different publications in the early 2000s. And she's also a big fan of Caroline's, has been commenting on her Instagram, also blew her book deal. So Whoa. she's sort of like the precursor to this. Oh my this God. Interesting. I will tell y'all more about her after because I love her. And I, I'm more <laughs> of a fan of hers than- I know. like that. Um, but so she um, it, it she's somebody who I really- also love her writing. And I was thinking of her when I think of the anecdote that I would share to build my personal brand, which is that I once took plan B three times in two <laughs> weeks unnecessarily and had my period for two months after that. Yeah. So that's, I would share that. And then I'd be like, you know, life's messy. Sometimes, life's messy, gal, sometimes you're a fucking slut. And I'd like, oh, okay. I will share that. I once, um, <laughs> I, I went into, I, I, I will share. I will it share. sounds like the beginning of like a I class will share with you that I once took, I think 25, uh, AIDS. HIV yeah. at home tests because it was during a time when I wasn't uh, so sober and I wasn't doing well and I just was co- convinced okay. yeah a lot that was back in the day and, and you're in Austin <laughs> if you go on Yelp and you just search Coke my name pops up <laughs> no on Yelp like uh, it'll come up like the no doctors, my name comes up <laughs> it's all the results <laughs> um, yeah I, t- I I think I spent like hundreds of dollars wow. I don't know why I was convinced that's your Caroline Calloway that's my carpet ripping and then I and yeah and then I was ripping up the carpet and that (laughs) uh, that would be my my little my tail I was just such a beautiful mess but that meant I just cried in in my bedroom all day long Uh, and that's like part of life it is sometimes it's it's okay to just cry privately cry yeah cry get your period for two months Give a lot of money to big pharma HIV testing at home. <laughs> By the way, ladies get tested. Um, and just, you know, make out in a room with your poor roommate watching. God, she wasn't watching. She was just sort of nervously looking over her shoulder every once in a while. Oh, you're um, like behind her. Yeah. I'm a fan it's of really this story. It's really not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> Thank you. you. Know what? When oh you God, said you were going to say a story that you were bad to a friend, I was like, I can't really picture Molly doing something bad. I and feel you know very what? bad. She should have, sorry to say, gotten out of the room. I'll even go so far as to say that. Well, I once made out with a lot of people in a room. <laughs> To be honest, thank you, but I don't really trust you two skinks. We're holding hands, Kelsey and I, under the table this whole time. Uh, Yeah, we're not the best judges of anything. Yeah, I'm like, she should have just gotten the fuck out of the room. (laughs) Thanks, guys. You guys guys are my Caroline Calloway. We feel that. Yeah. It's truly. So, um, yeah, I hope that we've encouraged you all to be more vulnerable on your social medias. Mm-hmm. Tag us. Tag Caroline. She'll so, respond. She will respond. She's actively waiting. Yeah. You can pay. You can join her Patreon. And if you pay $100 a month, you can have a Skype call with her. Mm. And on that I'll note, that I will be sharing our Venmo. <laughs> and if you want to have anything any. from us. You can have any. You want blood? <laughs> Mine or Molly's or Kelsey's? Doesn't have any HIV. Fresh blood. Yeah, fresh my, blood. my fresh, fresh blood? It's in your mailboxes. <laughs> Coming straight to you. <laughs> have a good night. Good night. Good night. Caroline's a victim. Caroline is a victim. Caroline's 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 a victim.